As we gather together, we've been talking about the, the spiritual disciplines. Um, and if you're new here, like I said, we've, we've been doing our summers a little bit differently than we do throughout the school year. Um, throughout the school year, we, we get together and uh, we have worship and we have a full-on message and then we have a time in community and then we have small groups outside of Thursday nights that get together and spend time in the Word. Um, but just with all of our resources and things we have going on this summer, we're sort of combining a lot of that together. And so nights like tonight, we have worship. We have uh, just a brief time in the words, some thoughts, focusing on spiritual disciplines throughout this summer, and then we break into groups. These groups are meant to just discuss the word together, to discuss the spiritual disciplines together, to get into scripture together. They're not accountability groups. They're not life-on-life -life groups. I mean, they can become those elsewhere if you'd like them to be, but the main purpose is just help you synthesize and grow deeper in your relationship with God in a season in which many of us are traveling and on vacation and things like that. So, Long story short, that's how we're doing it on, here on Thursday nights. And we have spent the last few weeks talking about spiritual disciplines that relate to the Word of God. The, la the last couple weeks, we've talked about not only reading and studying God's Word, but last week, if you're here, we talked about the meditation of God's word, like how Christians should meditate and how meditation actually is a spiritual practice of Christians and what that looks like and, and how we should do it. And we'll get a little more into it tonight, honestly, because it's sort of connected to tonight's topic. And tonight's topic is the spiritual discipline of memorization. The spiritual discipline of memorization. And this little devotion thing tonight, um, I don't call them messages because we don't often spend just one time in one passage, right? We overview a lot of things. That's why I call them more devotions. Um, but hopefully tonight is uh, going to be inspiring and informative to you and practical as well. That, that's the goal of everything I'm going to say. Um, tonight we're going to talk about how memorization fits in as a spiritual discipline. And I want to encourage you tonight to look at it maybe a different way than you have before. Maybe you'll view memorization a little bit different, especially if you've grown up in the church. I think you sort of have a culture about what scripture memory is, and I'd love to help push that even further tonight. So on top of that, at the very end, we're going to give some practical tips on how to go about doing it better. Um, so as far as your word groups go, you know, last week we spent some time in meditation. Um, it's a bit harder to get together and practice memorization for 45 minutes without it looking like an Awana power group or something. So that's not what we're going to be doing tonight. We're going to spend some time in our word groups where you can talk about maybe things you want to memorize or, or things like that. But then we're just going to have you dive into a passage together and spend some time um, behind the heart of memorization, which is what that, that passage can really get to uh, as well. So don't worry, we're not going to make you like try to recite scriptures in front of each other tonight or anything. That's not the idea of, of the word group. Um, so I guess unless you really want to, but I highly doubt that's going to be a thing. So um, let, let's start with, uh, with an encouragement though, right? Let's start with an encouragement. Uh, I call it a, a change in perspective. And out of curiosity, um, how many of you have like been on the train of trying to memorize scripture before? Just, you know, give me, all right. Yeah, most people at some point. Um, how many of you feel like you're a rock star at it? <laughs> right? No, no one wants to, even if you do feel like that, you don't want to admit it to everyone else. So um, I assume that a lot of people have heard what Awana is. Anybody know Awana? Sort of like a, um, there's a lot of things Awana is, but uh, one of the things it does is like a kid's group, right, that helps memorize 
uh, scripture. So um, those programs, and, and I'm going to guess the ways that you've heard about scripture memory before, all have a, a common theme. It's, it's, a, it's a really good theme. Um, uh, it's a really good focus, but it, it's a really uh, common focus. And that focus is um, generally based on the fact that memorization helps you for the future, right? To memorize the Word of God, to hide it in your heart, will help you in times of need. It will help you recall it in times when you need to recall it. Like, that is the, the common focus I think most of you are going to be familiar with when it comes to Scripture memory. And like I said, that is a, that's a good focus to have, and it's based out of Scripture. Like, this is going to be on the screen. Psalm 119.11 is a really great example um, because it says, um, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. So right there we have the cause, right? I have stored your word in my heart, meaning I have memorized your word. I know your word. So that what? So that I might not sin. Meaning, so that when sin and temptation come my way, I will have the strength and I will rely on the memorized word to fight it. So it, it is a very important focus to have and a very important reason to memorize God's word because what we're saying is it aids in our sanctification. Now that's what sanctification is. It's the, the act of becoming more like Christ, of becoming more righteous, more holy, and less sinful. That's the entire idea of, of sanctification. And, and like this alone, like a scripture like that alone, is a reason for this memorization to be a spiritual discipline. Like that in itself should be a good enough reason for us to consider memorization a a spiritual discipline. And and I want to be clear, like when I say spiritual discipline, I mean something that is necessary and crucial in the life of a healthy Christian. Something that you need to be practicing as you work on and deepen your relationship in Christ. But, But let me get even more clear. Just like reading God's word, Just like meditating on God's word, memorization is necessary and important to walking with Christ. Now, I didn't say it's necessary for your salvation, all right? I did not say those words. Do not take that home with you. I did not say it's necessary for your salvation, but I said it is a necessary step in you deepening your relationship with Christ. Christ. It is on the same level as the disciplines of being in God's word itself and meditating in and on God's word. But it's not just important because it helps you fight against future sin. That's not the only reason. I mean, it's great that we have stuff we can rely on in times of need, but tonight what I want to encourage you is that scripture memorization is critical for today. Like scripture memorization aids in your walk today, not just some future you that's in trouble, not just some future you that needs to be reminded of something. Like scripture memory is um, not just like eating vegetables, okay? Like, you know, I don't know um, how many, I'm not even gonna ask. So there's like vegetables, right? Like when you're eating like broccoli or green beans or something like that, uh, I imagine very few of you are like, oh, 
I can feel the nutrients coursing through my body as I eat this green bean, right? Like, we don't feel the immediate effects of a green bean, but we eat vegetables and nutrients um, in, in the hopes of that they will provide the things that we need in the future. And they are fueling our body even though we can't feel it. Like, um, scripture memory can be like that, right? But that's not all that it is. I want to say that scripture memory can be more than just expecting the nutrients to come later. It can be formative and good for you right here and right now. And, and that's sort of like the first point to walk away with tonight if you're one of those note takers. Like, memorize for today not tomorrow. As we're trying to just grow in our memory, right? Like you can memorize for tomorrow, but I'm encouraging you tonight to memorize for today, not tomorrow. You know, it is awesome. It's amazing how uh, many times Jesus tells his disciples to focus on the here and the now. How many times Jesus tells us to not worry about what's going to come tomorrow. In fact, you can't even know what's going to come tomorrow. Like if you've been in Revelation with us as a church, like that's going to sound super familiar to you. But instead of those things, Jesus teaches us to focus on the here and now. I mean, there's several verses about don't have the concerns and worries of tomorrow for the troubles of today are enough. And the one that I wanted to bring up to you tonight is the Lord's Prayer. It's a really a well-known passage, even if you don't uh, go to church, even if you're not a believer. And I want to look at just the first part of the Lord's Prayer. Um, because Jesus is telling his disciples, uh, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And this line right here in the middle, give us this day our daily bread. Now in the heart of how Jesus is telling his disciples to pray and setting a model for them on how to be in relationship to God through that, he doesn't tell them to pray for enough bread for the next day. He doesn't tell them to pray for bread and provision for the week to come. He tells them to pray for the daily bread. Give us today's bread. Supply today's needs. Give us today's provision. Provide and minister to us today. Bread is used all throughout Scripture, not just as the things we eat, but the things that God supplies for us. And we need to take the same attitude when it comes to this spiritual discipline of memorization. Now, I'm not claiming that Jesus is talking about memorization in this passage, right? But what I am talking about is the things that you pray for. One of them is the fact that God would provide today and work in your life today. And that can happen through uh, the spiritual discipline of memorization. So, memory can help aid in God's provision in your life. Scripture memory is a part of that. And why is it? Like, how is it? Like, I've, I've shown you a little bit, right? But how is it that it helps aid in your, your uh, walk today rather than just in the future? Because if you're memorizing something today, it seems like, yeah, it'll be beneficial, like, in the future. But, like, what can I get from it today, Cody? What are you saying? Well, I'm saying a couple things. The first one is, here's what happens when you start memorizing Scripture. Even today, when you start memorizing it, uh, we together are learning the voice of our shepherd. We are learning the voice of our shepherd. 
even in the moment of memorizing it. As we work through it, you know, and we're going to go through ways of doing that, but when, like, you're sitting there with the verse, and you're reciting it over and over, like, you're not just learning a theology. You're not just learning what God would say in a situation. You're not just learning the heart of God. You're learning the voice of God. You're learning the words of God. You're not just learning an opinion on his sayings. You're learning him. Heard a sports analogy on it. It's that theology, right, the study of God and understanding God deeper. Theology gets you in the ballpark, but memorized scripture gets you in the clubhouse. For most people that are like me and uh, don't do well with sports analogies, another way to think about it is theology gets you in the neighborhood. Theology will get you in, in the right neighborhood, but scripture memory takes you into the house. You can act right, you can think right, you can do right, having a general understanding of God and what he wants for you. But knowing God's word takes you into the house, brings you with him, helps you know him. And the reason I I said that it's learning the voice of our shepherd is because there's passages like John 10, uh, 27, I don't think this one's on the screen, but... Maybe it is. Is this one on the screen? What's next? No? Oh, sorry, guys, I failed. I'll read it to you, though. John 10, 27 says, My sheep hear my voice. I know them, and they follow me. Guys, if you're God's sheep, you're going to know his voice. And how are you going to know his voice? You're going to memorize his voice. You're going to memorize his word. So it allows us to know God's voice, to discern God's spirit in a powerful way. And uh, one of my favorite quotes, I've been telling you, like, I'm grabbing a lot of this from a, a specific book. And if you're interested in that book, come find me afterwards. I'd love to give it to you. It's a really short book uh, about spiritual disciplines. It's a fantastic read. I'm taking all the people that I disciple with now through it. Um, but one of my favorite quotes from this chapter is, Memorization contributes powerfully in the present to make us the kind of person to walk in the spirit today. So if the idea of walking with God is to walk in the Spirit, memorization is a contributor that is powerful in helping you walk in the Spirit, walk with God and walk in His voice. So, it's not just that, though. It's not just that you're learning His voice. It's when you are actively memorizing Scripture, we are learning how to live with God, and we're learning how to live for God. Sort of the second thing to know what's going on. Like when you're actively in the, in the act of, of memorizing the scripture as you go, you're not only taking the process of learning his voice, but you're taking the process of learning to live with God and for God to a deeper level. Like Colossians 3, 2 says, set your mind on the things above, not on the things of earth. Well, guys, like memorizing scripture is one of the ways of actively like in the present moment, setting your mind on the things above. Romans five or Romans 8, 5, and 6 says, For those who live according to the flesh, they set their mind on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the Spirit set their minds on things of the Spirit. By memorizing, you're setting your mind on the things of the Spirit. That's what these verses are about. And the way to set your mind on those things, you've guessed it, right? Scripture, memorization. 
but it's not just about you. Like these points are really great. And I, and I pray that as you've heard them, you're already starting to see how they can impact your personal walk with Christ in a way of like, yeah, when I spend time in my devotion or when I'm in my word group or, 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 or those things, like you might experience those. But it's not just about how scripture memory affects you. So t- tonight you're going you're gonna to dive into Philippians in your word group. Philippians chapter 1, 27 to a little bit of chapter 2. And the reason you're diving into it tonight, and I'll let you discuss this more in your word group, but twice, twice the Apostle Paul is encouraging them to have the same mind. He's encouraging them to be of one accord. He's talking about church unity. He's talking about church humility. Whose mind should we have? As the body of Christ, should we have our pastor's mind? In a group, in your word group tonight, should you just pick one of you in the word group and be like, yeah, we're going to have your mind tonight. That's the one mind we're following. No, right? We need to have the mind of Christ. If the Apostle Paul is telling them to have one mind and one accord, we need to have the mind of Christ. And so when we're memorizing scripture, guys, we're getting under one mind. We're memorizing one mind. We're coming to one accord. Like, like the memorization of scripture brings about church unity. It brings about church humility. And so that's why we're going through that passage tonight as you're talking about scripture memory, because I want you to see it for yourself. I want you to see that like this is something that like the Apostle Paul clearly lays out that we should be doing, and then how we can go about doing it. So That's mostly it for tonight, but I wanted to leave you um, with some tips, right? I want to leave you with some things as you start talking about uh, memorization. So here's the first one. First tip is uh, don't separate memorization from meditation. Don't separate memorization from meditation. So um, essentially what that means is last week, if you're here, we talked about meditation. If you weren't here and you'd love to find out more about it, come talk to me. I'd love to fill you in on what's going on. Um, but the act of meditation is reflecting upon God's word. It's soaking in it. It's thinking about a verse at a time, a few words at a time, and, and thinking about how it applies to your life. And that is an amazing way for you to memorize scripture. Right, the ways that we're going to memorize scripture in a way that we understand one mind and one accord is to know how it applies to our lives. And like you can bring meditation and memorization to the same place in your walk with Christ. Like the things that you meditate on are the things that you can memorize. And because you've meditated on them and because you've rested in them, you can bring them back to mind in the future and you can let them shape you right now. Like don't separate memorization from meditation. Step two, make it personal. That's another tip. Make it personal. You know, oftentimes we try to get really lofty when it comes to memorizing scripture. We'll like Google like top 40 verses to memorize or we'll just like pick ones that we know are like really famous verses. And that can be good. Um, It's good to memorize scripture. I'm never going to say it's not. But one of the easiest ways to make sure that you bring it home is to make it personal. Choose verses that speak to you. Use verses that God has used in your life. Tip three, pray it. Take that scripture and pray it to God. 
Lord, this verse says you're good. You are good. I believe that. Show me your goodness, Lord. It says you're mighty. I believe that. Show me that you're mighty. Lord, this says that you will defeat my enemies. Lord, uh, reveal to me the enemies that that's speaking of. Give me true mind. Give me true heart in those things. Like, take that verse and pray it because that helps you apply it. It helps you meditate on it. You see how all these are starting to come together and sort of overlap one another? Um, tip four. I know I'm, I'm quick speeding it, right? But you're going to get plenty of time to talk about this in group. Um, tip four, view it through the gospel. If you are a believer, if you are a Christian, you are a person of the way. And you belong to Christ. You are claiming to believe the gospel that he died for your sins, that he was raised to give you life. You are confessing him as the Lord. And because of that, because you belong to him, everything we do, we view through that lens. Why not scripture as well? Like when we read an Old Testament passage, like the scriptures are very, like or the gospels are very real moment in our lives. Like it's something that's happened to us. We have that moment that we've crossed from death to life. Like when we're able to see how that huge moment in our life applies to the scripture and how this scripture informs it, we're going to make it personal. It's going to be easier to memorize. It's going to be easier to pray. It's going to be able to understand. It's going to be able to share. All those things that lines up. And the, and the last one, this one actually does sort of seem unrelated. And I'll admit it is a little unrelated, but it is something that's been helpful in my life, and it's use apps. Okay? Use apps. Like don't be ashamed to allow your spiritual life to transcend over to your smartphone. All right? Um, if you're super interested, we have a podcast out um, several episodes ago at this point um, on Centered Committed Confident is the name of the podcast. I didn't put a link or anything in there, but um, you can just search for it. It's called The Apps That Made Us, and um, it literally goes through the apps that we use on our phone, the, the three people that run the podcast, um, and there's some great apps out there. So my favorite one personally is called Verses. Verses, that's just what it's called, pretty easy to find. The logo is like a big blue and green double circle thing. I love that one. I think it looks really nice. I think it um, helps me memorize things, right? Um, and if you apply all the other four tips to it, it actually works out really well. The other one is more free, a little bulkier to use. feels a little more old school, but it's just reliable. It's called Fighterverse. It's another one to memorize. Our, our church uses that and recommends that as well. Fighterverse, you can create like lock screens on your phone and stuff with that as well. So I know I threw it all at you. It's just meant to be little sprinklings of stuff for you guys to think about.